Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. Hey, what's up, agency owners, podcast listeners. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver, and today we are hanging out with Abby Wood. Abby is the founder of the Content Lab and co-founder of Ireland Website Design. She helps digital agency owners get their time back, keep their customers happy, and increase their profits through innovative content strategy and copywriting services. Abby actually immigrated to Ireland at the age of 20. At 26, she won the highly commended category for the Global Undergraduate Awards for her thesis in English literature. And at 29, she won Ireland's Best Young Entrepreneur. Abby, welcome to the program. Hello, Brent. Thank you so much for having me. And Abby, full disclosure, you've been working with us uh, in our U Academy program through Ireland Website Design and now the Content Lab for the last couple of years. So hopefully we'll have a chance to talk about some of the things that you've learned and applied to your business uh, at some point during this episode. But let's start with you. Can you tell us a little bit about the Content Lab and what your agency looks like today? Oof, yeah, so uh, the Content Lab. Um, so I first spun the Content Lab out as its own um, unique agency uh, about a year and a half ago. Um, and we're working with a lot of different uh, different digital agencies and stuff around the world. Um, there's, I have a couple of writers in-house now. Um, and we're, we're just, uh, yeah, we're, we're doing pretty well. It's, it's, um, it's growing substantially quite quickly, which is a good surprise. <laughs> For sure. Now, your company kind of was incubated out of Ireland Website Design, another company that you uh, co-founded and have been working with for, for many years. Can you tell us a little bit about how that happened? Absolutely, yeah. So um, myself and my partner, Nick Butler, we set up Island Website Design in 2010 um, during uh, the recession of, of all times to set up a company. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so we, we set up in 2010 and um, it's been going really strong since then. I always kind of oversaw the content department and content delivery. And it got to about three or four years ago, um, as part of my work with you gurus as well, um, I kind of realized that this, you know, Content is my passion and it's what I want to focus on 100% and it's what I'm devoted to. And so many agencies don't have either a content department in-house or they, you know, they're, they're struggling to write content themselves or they're waiting on their, their clients to provide content. And I kind of, you know, I, I, I saw a gap there and um, I decided to launch the Content Lab as, it, as its own entity um, and just focus 100% on, on helping other digital agencies grow like um, I helped Island Website Design grow. So cool. So why, um, I mean, I think that's awesome that you started doing this internally within an agency and then now it's become, you know, instead of just a department, you've actually started serving clients and then ultimately you you decided to split this off as its own business. I'm curious as to why you thought it was necessary to split this off as its own business versus just continuing to run a content department in Ireland website design? So I guess really it was kind of, um, you know, I, I, I would work with Island website designs, clients and stuff. Um, and, and that was pretty much full time. Um, so I, I do the, the website copy and the email marketing and the blogging and everything. Um, and then, you know, as, as part of you gurus, I kind of, I met loads of other digital agency owners and I, I really kind of, you know, they, 
kind of asked me to help them out and stuff because they they didn't know who to, to turn to for content. And I kind of thought, do you know what? This is something that I'm really passionate about. I love working with entrepreneurs. I love working with other people in in our little in our little area um, because it's it's such a kind of a, a niche career um, to be a digital agency owner, and it can be it can be quite difficult, you know, to find other people with the same mindset as you um, and the the skill sets that you need, and it can be difficult to to find um, you know the the right staff in house as well. Um, so I guess that was pretty much it. It was it was kind of there was a demand, so. I said, right, I'm going to go and I'm going to fill it. And it's, it's just, it's absolutely, it's, it's rocketed out of everything I ever hoped for. So, yeah. <laughs> now you mentioned earlier that your, your partner, Nick Butler is, is a business partner and life partner. So I just want a, a full disclosure. So you guys, you kind of split out of his company. Was that something that was like you guys were both on the same page about? Was there any kind of tension or conflict with splitting your work out as a separate company? Holy moly, working with a spouse is something else entirely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going there today, Abby. We're going there. Yeah, we're going there. That's okay. It's, it's my life. It's, it's what we do. Um, it's actually quite nice to have a partner that's in the same industry as you because, you know, when we go home, we talk about work, which probably isn't healthy, but, you know, we, we live and breathe work, um, which is good, I guess. Um, but uh, no, it was kind of, it kind of came to a point where I wanted to spread my wings and he wanted me to spread my wings in another room. So we weren't arguing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, No, he's been incredibly supportive. Um, It it was, was kind of him that um, said to a few of our friends, Hey, Abby does content. Do you want to hire her? And I was like, Nick, that's kind of inappropriate. But (laughs) It's just content. uh, It's just content. I think that's okay. It's just content. It's fine. Um, but, uh, you know, it was, he's been very supportive and it's it's nice to kind of have the, the two agencies that intermingle with the same kind of services. And obviously, you know, myself having that background, I, can, I know what digital agencies struggle with and what they, you know, need help with and stuff. But it's kind of, I still help him with his content and he does pay me for it which is good. I'm his contractor now. It's all good. Um, but, uh, it's, um, yeah, it's, he's been very supportive and it's, I think it's healthy to kind of have your, your own separate niches as well, because I was always the content department at Island website design. Um, whereas now it's kind of the content lab and Island website design. They're kind of, um, two different entities, but that work quite well. I mean, we still have the same, um, the same office space and stuff, but just in upstairs and downstairs kind of thing. But, um, yeah, it's, I think it's, it's been a lot healthier for our relationship to kind of have those two separate focuses because I don't know how many listeners out there work with their spouses, but, um, you know, it, it can be difficult kind of negotiating big decisions. So, you know, if one of you wants to take the business in one direction and the other one wants a completely different direction, you know, we, we don't have those kind of issues anymore because I can do what I want with my agency and he can do what he wants with, with the island website design. But, um, no, it's, it's, it's been fun. It's been a big learning curve, but it's been really good fun. Um, and he's, he is incredibly supportive. So that's good. I imagine it can be challenging in any business. If, I mean, I just imagine when, when you're kind of full-time Ireland website design, if they didn't have content work at that time, 
You know, I mean, that obviously it's like, oh man, like, you know, what's going on? But now you kind of have your own, you know, you don't have just one income source in terms of the Ireland website design clients, which you obviously were very busy there, but now you have kind of multiple income sources across a handful of different agencies. So I imagine that that would, you know, reduce kind of the stress or tension because I can only imagine if, you know, if sales didn't go well for Ireland website design for a few months and you're kind of going, well, where's the content business, right? Like, uh, I could imagine that that could create, you know, unnecessary tension, whereas now you kind of have your own, you know, you have your own pipeline of clients and work outside of Ireland website design. Has that ever, um, on the flip side of that, has that created any, like, you know, does, does Island website design, do they still get like preferential treatment or, or how, do they have to wait in line like everybody else now? And how does, how does Nick feel about that? I always make the joke that he's my worst customer and he is always at the bottom of the queue, but <laughs> it's just a joke. No, he, he very much has to wait in line. Um, and if I have, you know, my, my lovely customers and they, they come first and, and Nick still gets his work done, but um, there's no preferential treatment. Um, anybody that that knows us as a couple um, is is aware of our dynamics, as you're aware, Brett. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, it's it's as you say, it's very good to kind of um, diversify the income as well, because taking two full time wages from one agency, you know, God forbid, you know, you have a bit of a drought for a few months. It's it can put a bit of pressure on there. Whereas now, you know. God forbid the content lab had a bad month and, um, you know, Island website design, you know, could give me more content that month to kind of cover it. And um, if Island website design has, you know, a bad few months or whatever, you know, it's kind of, I can step up and help, you know, pay the mortgage and all that kind of stuff. And um, so it's, it's good. It's very good to have that, that ability and the, the lack of pressure to um, to take wages from the same business, and and like you said, you know, if if Island Website Design didn't have content work, you know, I'd be doing admin work or God forbid, web development work because my websites are not pretty; they are not good. <laughs> <laughs> we we want to you want to send that continue sending that to Ireland Website Design, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, no, it's it's it, yeah, it's it's. I think it's it's been really positive, um, but. Um, yeah, it's it's all good. <laughs> I want to take a moment to shine the spotlight on you. You have obviously done a great job with uh, the work that you're doing in Ireland website design, so much so that other people started to demand uh, work or ask work for, for you. And, and, and kind of what I hear from folks that I'm working with you is that you're, you know, uh, not just the content is is great, but also I think your work style is uh, is is like just kind of an inspiration and in a breath of fresh air. I think you you bring a really good attitude to the table, but I want to think I want to uh, dig a little bit deeper into why content for you. Like why has this become your at least your your main focus of your career now? You you went to school for an English degree, so obviously English literature, so obviously writing and, and literature is something that you have uh, it didn't just show up in your life one day. This is something you've been working on for a long time. I know you've probably worked on over 300 websites. So this isn't something that you're like, oh, maybe I'll do a couple websites or something. You know, like you're pretty far <laughs> into this, you know, but why, why content for you? Um, I, I really appreciate the the kind words from customers there. That's, that's quite, um, I always, I always love to hear, you know, if, if they're happy and stuff, but I guess content for me, it's such a massive part of the online world now. And, you know, if, if you can connect with someone over the internet, just, through your words, you know, you can, you can create that connection with another human. And, and that's what content is all about for me. You know, it's, it's kind of 
it, it shouldn't be this, we're an award-winning agency, you know, we do this, we do that. It's all about the, you know, the, the end client that you're hoping to speak to about their actual problems and their issues and, and, and addressing that and, you know, showing them that, that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and then, you know, maybe a little bit at the end saying, hey, I can help you with that kind of thing. But it's, you know, I, I think the, the human connection is what kind of brought me to content. You know, I've always... Um, you know, growing up, I wanted to be a novelist, um, but it kind of, you know, being with Nick, who, you know, went to school to study web design and development and stuff, it kind of, I I, act, I actually fell into online content, to be honest with you. Um, it was kind of, he was doing web design. He was just like, this this copy is terrible. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't say anything. It doesn't whatever. And I was just like, oh, sure, I'll have a look at it, you know? <laughs> and um, that's how I really ended up doing it. I just, I loved it so much you know you can you know you're you working with digital agencies now it's kind of I personally love working with you know like smaller companies like I, I don't think I'll ever work with an agency that has like 500 people working for them you know I, I love helping you know entrepreneurs that really graft and really want to you know make something of their lives and stuff and really helping them to connect with their end customer um, and I, I think that's, it's incredibly rewarding. I, I'm not being altruistic at all. I really enjoy watching like my clients get new customers and, you know, getting leads and, you know, being able to buy a house and all this kind of thing. Um, so that's what I really enjoy. I really enjoy helping people succeed in business. And I, I've always enjoyed writing. So that was kind of a beautiful marriage between the two was just copywriting and helping other entrepreneurs. So. That's the long story anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. I mean, just the the boiling it down to that essential human connection that that happens through the content, not necessarily the design or the code. I mean, I think those are all mediums for helping to, you know, move the ideas, move the the information uh, from, you know, company to user or from user to company. Uh, but really it's, it's the content. I've, I've always believed that the content is what, you know, matters the most on the website, almost in a way when it comes to websites or ads or whatever channel you're using, it's almost like if you can get the user or the visitor to kind of forget that they're even on a website, that they're even on, you know, YouTube or Facebook or social media, that you can get them to, um, really forget about the medium for a moment and really just listen to the story or the connection or understand their problems or teaching, I feel that's where the magic is, right? And it's so many web pros and uh, agencies, I feel like just kind of leave content to the, you know, we'll do that later. Or, hey, the client can provide the content, right? Like, um, oh, hey, can you guys, you know, can you guys write all your content? Please have it done by this date so we can copy and paste it into the the website. Uh, And I know for myself, at least, when we started to shift our thinking around content and think, well, actually, this might be the most important part of the site and we should maybe take that back from the client, not put so much load on them, uh, we could get better results. Hey, what's up, agency owners? As someone that's built hundreds of websites for clients over the last 20 years, I know how important it is to have a content management system that helps me launch sites fast. If you're looking for a new CMS that can launch sites in half the time as a typical WordPress build, I'd like to introduce you to a new platform called Zephyr, a content management system built for power users and agencies. Build websites faster, make clients happier. Find out more information at ZephyrCMS.com and get one free site for life and a free theme setup valued at $500. That's ZephyrCMS.com. Now let's get back to our interview. 
So, so I love this idea of human connection. I think that that's, that's a phenomenal answer to that question. But let's talk a little bit about how, right? So you... Uh, you spend a lot of time in the trenches with clients to pull out that content. You mentioned some results around like helping them get more leads, helping them get more clients, helping them get better results for themselves and their business. So kind of what's your approach? Like how do you step into a relationship with a client, you know, that's selling some kind of widget? How do you go in there and actually figure out like what's, what is the essential information that we need to communicate and how are we going to make that happen to where the agency is not stressed out about content, but also that the client is getting those results? Yeah. So um, it's it's quite in-depth, I guess. So um, depending on how each agency operates, you know, I, I like to, I always work with agency owners. So um, I'll know exactly what they're hoping to achieve. Um, say if, if we're working on their own website, um, you know, what we're hoping to achieve short-term, long-term for them and what they're hoping to get the, the readers of the site to do. Um, so it, whether it's, you know, download something to go into a lead funnel or if it's just, you know, reaching out or if it's social or whatever. Um, but then for the actual end client uh, websites or, you know, email marketing or whatever, um, I really like to kind of work on those end-end user problems. So what are the actual issues that keep and this is going to sound cliche as anything, what keeps the end user up at night? What actually stops them from living the life that they want to? Because at the end of the day, you know, you could you could be selling, you know, a chair, but it's not just a chair, it's solving somebody's back problems, which enables them to start playing sports again, or it enables them to, you know, be more comfortable at work so that they can get their work finished quicker and then spend more time with their kids or their dog or whatever, you know, that kind of thing. So it's it's really digging deep to discover what exactly is the end result of the product or the service that you're selling and focusing on that end result. Because, you know, the the the, the famous quote is people don't want the hole, they, they don't want the drill, they want the hole, you know? So it's, it's you know, you have to really focus on the, you know, the the problems that people are facing, the solution to that problem. And then at the very end, it's kind of like, I can help you with that. And um, so I'm, I'm very, I'm not into hard selling at all. So that's, that's, that's how we really focus content wise. And that's our whole approach is very much just focusing on your end client and what they actually desire from this rather than this is a chair with, you know, four legs and this kind of thing. No, this is a chair that will, you know, make your life a thousand times better so that you can get back to skateboarding or snowboarding, whatever it is you love to do, and then you're happier in life. So that's that's pretty much where I start anyway. That was a very long answer for that. But uh, that's where I start. Um, and then we kind of go through and look at how we can get the end user to actually either sign up or buy or whatever that kind of stuff is. Um, and then we'll come up with, say if it's a website, we'll come up with the wireframe and uh, plot the user journey through it. Um, so I'm, I'm obviously very content first orientated. Um, so we will plot out the wireframe and the content and the user journey and, you know, the, the, the problems with the benefits and the solutions and all this kind of thing. Um, and then we'll write it out. And then we'll present it for feedback um, and then make any changes if we've missed anything or anything like that. Um, and then usually it's it's ready to go and be handed off to um, a designer or a developer. Um, but I, I very much feel that um, designing content goes hand in hand. You know, you can't have 
a, a beautiful looking website that says absolutely nothing, just like you can't have a beautifully written website if it looks like a dog's dinner. You know, it, it's kind of the, the two need to work together. So I'm very much into into um, working with designers and developers at the same time, um, just to make sure that it, it's all connected, like you said. You mentioned that you uh, you don't do a hard sell. What, what does that mean in the world of content? What would be an example of a hard sell and what would be an example of not a hard sell? So a hard sell for me would be um, rather than addressing issues or, you know, providing solutions, it's basically just like buy now, buy this, this is how much it is. And that's it. You know, you can, um, I, I wish that I could kind of show two examples of what it looks like on the page, because it's very obvious when you're looking at a hard sell website compared to, you know, like a, a conversion focused website. Um, so it's, yeah, it's two very distinct writing styles. And I know I'm not explaining that very well over a podcast, but it's it's kind of difficult to explain. Um, but the the hard sell is just it goes straight in there, and it's just like you need to buy this. Buy this is amazing. Uh, buy this from our company. Whereas you know the the softer sell is more of creating that relationship with your reader. I'm I'm big into uh, writing like there's one reader in the room. And that's the person that you're talking to rather than you're speaking to a room full of people or an empty room and you're literally just bouncing off, you know, by nows, you know. Um, so it's, it's, it's all about just, again, going back to human connection, you're speaking to the individual reader rather than speaking to the web. What are some mistakes that agency owners can avoid when they are working through the con- content as a process. So I'm going to talk about deliverables here in a minute, but I want to just focus on process for a minute. What are some common mistakes that you've uncovered when going into probably clean up some messes, but also uh, working with agencies and trying to help them kind of level up their content game? Mm-hmm. Um, stick to your process 110%. Don't let the client dictate the terms of your, your content gathering process. So say if you are content first and you will do that before you wireframe, before you, before you design, before you do anything, oftentimes end customers will think, oh, sure, content doesn't matter. I'll just, you know, fill in a templated website when I'm ready. And, you know, you just design this beautiful website and I'll just fill it in later. If that's not how you work, do not go outside of your process. You're very much the expert in what you do, and they're coming to you for your expertise. So definitely um, stick to your process if that's how you're comfortable working and that's how you know you get your projects delivered on time and to the standard that you want your agency to be represented by, always stick to it. I think I, 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 an issue I find cropping up quite a bit with agencies um, is they don't know how to sell content. And my number one piece of advice is don't make it optional. Just do not offer it as an add-on. Make sure it is just, it's part of web design, the web design process. So, you know, just like they pay for, you know, design, development, SEO, all of this kind of stuff, content is in there as well. Just bill it in as the overall project. Don't don't offer it, offer the client to be able to do their own content because it's not going to do their company justice and it's not going to do your agency's work justice either. I, I I have to, I mean, that's just so important for our listeners uh, to take as a as a takeaway. We we started kind of thinking of the website as this kind of three-legged stool where you have the design of the site, 
which needs to make it seem like it's really easy to use and is is lines with the brand and in is um you know makes makes the user allows the user to be able to find the content and then we have the the development of the site we've all been to a site that functionally does not work or doesn't load very fast and we leave and the user gets frustrated and then there's that content which is that third leg of the stool and and we actually started as an agency started to just only build three leg of the stools it was like hey we're not gonna you know we're not gonna let you guys do you know we wouldn't let our site our, our client code the website we wouldn't let our client design the website uh, we probably shouldn't let them create, you know, or at least be fully responsible for the content on the website because that's not their primary business. Unless, of course, we're building a website for the content lab, in which case maybe, <laughs> maybe you would, maybe we would give you the ability to uh, to 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 do your own website content. I so I want to talk a little bit about deliverables. I mean, I think the I mean, you know, it's like I feel like so much with content in the last five years or ten years. I mean, ten years, definitely five years has changed so much with the internet. Um, but at the same time, some of it, a lot of it has stayed relatively the same, right? I mean, I think great content still is, is something that, you know, great articles like 10 years ago are still probably great articles today, right? It's like that it's those not so great articles that maybe got people traction, you know, 10 years ago that, seem to not be moving the needle right now, but in terms of actual deliverables that you're producing for clients, what's kind of working right now? Like what are some of the things that are working? What are some of the things that are no longer working for people? What should agencies be thinking about in terms of content? Because nowadays there's just so much, there's so many different types. I mean, there's the actual core website content, there's blog posts, there's social media content, there's content that ends up in video form, content that ends up in, you know, uh, infographics or photos. I mean, there's so many different varieties of content. It's almost overwhelming. So what are some of the things that you're seeing uh, as, as still the most effective types of content? And what would you make in terms of recommendations to uh, agency owners? Absolutely. There's There's been such a massive swing in the last 10 years towards high quality content. So a few years ago, you know, it was all about keywords and just, you know, stuffing them in there. And like, that was bad practice bad then, back then. Now it's just, you know, blacklisted straight away. Um, but in terms of, I'm actually delighted with how content is going and how Google's algorithms are changing because now, you know, you get, you know, you're, you're rewarded by Google if you're producing content that people actually read, which is back to that relationship building. You know, it's, it's all about producing content that is original, that is unique, that is entertaining, informative. It's, you know, you're, you're really building that relationship. You're giving information that your ideal audience is actually looking for. And I think that that is everything. So, you know, gone are the days where it's, you know, the clickbait top three, top fives, you know, it's actual useful information is everything. And blogging, of course, is Personally, you know, we'll come back to this in 10 years, Brent, but personally, I think the blogging will always be around because, you know, it's it's an amazing way of connecting with your audience and, you know, really helping that organic search, search engine traffic. And just, you know, it's 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 still everything, I think. Um, in terms of website text, again, it's it's pretty much you know, we've, we've gone past the spammy age. Finally, you know, you, you still see it in, in certain areas, but in, in general, the quality of writing is just phenomenal now. And, you know, we're, we're very quality focused and driven, which is fantastic. And um, of course, social media is, 
always, always, um, you know, important, but I think that, you know, really just building that relationship by having an, a unified brand online. So whether it's, you know, joining your website with social media, with, you know, appearances on forums, all of that kind of good stuff. And of course, video is huge as well. So kind of combining all of that together makes a fantastic online presence for the majority of people. Some, some industries, you know, it's, it's not suitable for, you know, certain, certain platforms aren't, aren't suitable for everybody, but I think that, you know, the, the old, the old phrase content is king is still, and will hopefully always remain the, the main thing about online. You know, I mean, this is where we go for information. You know, we, we don't go to, well, some of us still go to books and newspapers and stuff, but the majority of people now, you know, they're, they're on their phones, they're on their laptops, they're on their tablets, and this is where we get our information. So I think it's integral, you know, and this is above and beyond just selling content, but, you know, just generally providing honest, informative content is still everything because people are, are genuinely coming to you to solve their, their life problems and stuff. So I think, you know, being genuine and writing, you know, high quality content will always be the, the number one thing. Abby, you, I mentioned at the start of the show that you have been working uh, with us for uh, a couple of years now. Um, I think we're up to year five, Brent. <laughs> yes, yes. So. It's, it's been, well, I know Nick has, I mean, you kind of jumped in. Have you been, have you been uh part of you gurus now? I know, I know Nick has maybe for five years, but I think you, yeah. I was, in my head, I was thinking two or three years, but maybe it has been three. Maybe it has been longer. I don't know. We'll have to go back in the, in, in the, uh, the archives um, <laughs> for, for you on the, on the business side. You know, what's been the most valuable for you from the YouGurus experience uh, of, of sticking with us and, and, and staying in our programs and continuing to kind of work on the business, not just in the business? Uh, for you, what's been the most valuable? Honestly, I think having a community of other agency owners to go to. So, you know, it, it, it can be lonely and it can be difficult, you know, owning an agency and having other people to talk to and to bounce ideas off and, and get, you know, get help with different issues is invaluable. Um, I, I think that that is a wonderful, wonderful thing about, um, you gurus. Um, and, and I know that a lot of other kind of, you know, agency orientated groups don't have that level of community that you gurus does and um, i mean i have plenty of friends in you gurus now that i've met through you gurus um, and you know all over the world and i think that that's a really that's invaluable to be honest with you um, i think that um in terms of working on the business has been revolutionary because you can get so stuck in the day-to-day -day monotonous tasks of just you know making sure that you get that paycheck in and, you know, you, you put out the client work and stuff to really be able to take time out of your, your week and your month, you know, your year, five years, maybe, you know, it's, it's to be able to take that time out and to actually develop your business and to achieve your goals long-term, I think is amazing. Um, and I think it's, it's something that, you know, if, if you don't have that arena to focus on your business, it's so easy for time to just fly by without you even realizing. So I, I think that those two things, so mainly, you know, the ability to focus and really achieve our goals long-term is huge. And also just, you know, having access to other agency owners, is is fantastic. 
Well, Abby, we've covered a lot of topics today. I appreciate the kind words you've said about our community. We have definitely put a lot of work into that aspect of our programs. And I'm glad that you've gotten so much out of that for you and, uh, and your, your multiple agency businesses. Um, it's been really cool to hear about some of your, uh, takeaways about, uh, you know, not letting our clients dictate the terms of, of our process also about kind of what got you into content to begin with about that human connection. This has been super informative. I've learned a ton, taken a lot of notes. I hope our listeners have as well. Are you ready for our lightning round? Yes. <laughs> Not nervous at all. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Lightning round and people from Ireland, maybe. Uh, I don't know if that mixes, right? We haven't had Nick on this show. Something tells me he would be the least lightning round guest that I've ever had. But we'll, we'll see how we go today, Abby. Um, all right. What is the best advice you've ever received? Oh, trust your instincts and believe in yourself. Oh, that's so tacky, but it's true. <laughs> Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? Oh, my word. Being like a dog with a bone and not giving up on something. Can you share an internet resource or tool or app that you use on a regular basis that you think our listeners would find valuable? Uh, probably teamwork. What book would you recommend and why? Ooh, that's a good one. This is a variety you're asking. I would say Content Strategy for the Web uh, by Christina Howe-Warson. If you're interested in content or you have a massive project to do, it goes through absolutely everything that you need. You did an amazing job on Lightning Round. I just want to I just want to put that out there. If we ever have Nick on the show, we will do a side by side of his Lightning Round answers and your Lightning Round answers. Um, <laughs> so thank you for that. And uh, so listeners, if you want to, uh, if you're on the road or on a run and you want to get those uh, quick takeaways, those nuggets, uh, a link out to that book recommendation as well as teamwork, you can check that out on our show notes page at yougurus.com forward slash podcast. Abby, how can our audience find out more about you? Is there anything that you have that they can check out? Absolutely. So if you head over to thecontentlab.ie, um, you can find out more about what I do and what my team does and how we can help you. Um, but also, if you'd like more kind of help trying to get content out of your customers, um, I can send you on uh, some content guidelines and a content questionnaire. If you drop me an email at abby at thecontentlab.ie. That's .ie because we're an island. People always get that mixed up. <laughs> awesome. Well, I will, uh, I will also link out to your website, thecontentlab.ie, um, as well as uh, include a link to your email address, abby at thecontentlab.ie, and uh, also just tell people, hey, if you want those resources, just send Abby an email. So uh, we'll also include those links on our show notes page at yougurus.com forward slash podcast. If you're on, as I mentioned, if you're out and about, uh, you can also just go to our website, click on the podcast tab. And if you're listening to this the week it comes out, you'll see Abby's uh, episode and picture right up there at the top. Just click on that guy and you'll see lots of great takeaways and nuggets and links from this week's episode. Abby, thank you so much for stopping by the program this week. Thank you so much for having me, Brent. And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. Thanks again for tuning in to the Digital Agency Show. Before we close out, I wanted to check in on your answer to my question from the beginning of the episode. 
Are you stressed out, cash crunched, fed up with your business? Now, if you feel this way, you might think that you have a lead generation problem. Maybe that it's the area you live in or that this market has gotten too competitive. Maybe you think that your business can't be turned around. And I want you to think again. In my many years of experience, I can tell you now, it's something much deeper that you're likely not even aware of yet. It's like a client who says they need a website, Facebook ads, or a mobile app when they don't even realize it's a deeper challenge is blocking them from success. Now, if you'd like to find out what your deeper challenge is, then I want to invite you to apply for a strategy call where we're going to dig into those underlying issues in your business and get you moving forward like never before. The aha moments that you're going to have will shift the way you think forever, and you'll finally get the answers as to why your business hasn't taken off. The number one most important decision to rapidly grow your business starts by booking your YouGurus strategy call today. Go to yougurus.com slash apply to start the application process for this free call. Once again, go to yougurus.com slash apply to get started. Thanks again for tuning in. Join us next week for another episode of the Digital Agency Show.